Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. As always, I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be and more. If you needed to rest and relax, as always, I hope you did that. And if you needed to be productive and get some ish done, I hope you did that too. My weekend was a pretty good one. My husband and I have officially started the home buying process. We are in like baby baby step number one which is really just getting an idea of what we want what area of town we want to put roots down in like so we've been going to a lot of open houses basically like every weekend lots of meetings we've been shopping for a really great realtor so it's been fun like to really officially get going we were the couple that waited to buy a really long time well it feel it feels that way because all of our friends are like, for the most part in houses. So it was really hard, you know, to like, not um, compare or fall into the trap. But I always told my husband, like, I am willing to wait longer to get the house I really want than to rush be in a house I don't really love or don't really like and have to pick up and move again in like a couple of years. So it's been really fun to finally get started. It's really, really exciting. I think maybe we'll be in a house in the next like six to 12 months we'll be in like in a home so I'm like throwing that out there publicly (laughs) so I can start really manifesting it now um but this week on the potty pod I wanted to talk about weight loss food now originally I had something else totally planned for this week and I'll do that next week but recently, I've had a few real recipes go vi- a little viral, a little on TikTok, a little on Instagram. And when things start to go viral, the trolls, they start crawling out from beneath the bridges and they just start spewing <laughs> all of their diet culture thoughts all over my comment section. And so I thought, you know what? This would be a really great time to educate you guys on this because you likely also have people who think this way too that are around you. Maybe even you have thought this way before. And that way being that somewhere, someone has this list of foods that you can and you cannot eat on your weight loss journey. And on that cannot side, there's pasta, there's white rice, there's any form of cheese. There's butter, there's olive oil, there's sausage, there's bacon. I mean, basically anything fun (laughs) is on the list. And so when those foods are present and the caption mentions weight loss or someone mentions weight loss, oh, you better believe people start to lose their minds. So one of the most common comments I've been getting, especially on the amazing pasta recipes I post, is this isn't weight loss food. And it doesn't help that I don't healthify my pasta. So I talked about this on a reel a few um, months ago. It might have been in the summertime. And I talked about why it's really important to have your non-negotiables on your weight loss journey. When we live in a world where 
everything is trying to be healthified, which has its pros and it has its cons, have your non-negotiables. So for me, that is pasta. I like regular white pasta. I don't like chickpea pasta. I don't like lentil pasta. I don't like whole wheat pasta. I have tried them all and I've tried them more than once and I just don't like them. I have yet to find a brand that just, you know, does it for me. So for me, my non-negotiable is pasta. I'm not going to do <laughs> a, a healthier pasta sub, but I will make the healthier subs when it comes to white bread. So I will do whole wheat wraps. I will do whole wheat bread. Um, I will do whole wheat options where I can there with like chips and things like that. But when it comes to pasta, that's my non-negotiable. So maybe your non-negotiable is like ice cream. Like you're like, listen, I'm getting the full fat ice cream when I want to enjoy ice cream. I just want to regular, you know, enjoy my regular ice cream. I don't want to do like the sugar free, fat free, fun free <laughs> ice creams. Like ice cream is my thing. I'll make a healthier sub anywhere else, but ice cream, I'm not doing it. I think it's really important to have your non-negotiables because that is where you begin to take your control back. And that's where you really get to draw the line in the sand about how you want to define your health and your weight loss journey and your food journey in general, whether you're losing weight or not. So um, that doesn't help. So people see white pasta and they see, I mentioned weight loss and they see I'm a nutritionist and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> And so like, you know, there's no way someone can eat this and lose weight. This has nothing to do with weight loss. This isn't weight loss food. And I wanted to take some time, some real time to address it. So I thought, hey, let's do a podcast episode. Let's go. So show of hands, even though I can't see you, let's just pretend I can. <laughs> but raise your hand in the car or on your walk or if you're listening to me folding laundry or at your desk. And I want you to raise your hand. If you think there are some things that you simply cannot or should not eat on your weight loss journey, or like even on your health journey, like some things you've been taught or conditioned that are just simply bad. Like if you are trying to lose weight, you cannot eat these things. Like big weight loss no-nos. Like, oh my God, if your trainer saw you eating this, he'd cuss you out for like a whole month. <laughs> Chances are you raised your hand. Now, maybe not if you're in nutrition and you've been delivered, um, but normally the answer is yeah. And you know what? It's not your fault, babe. A lot of things are working against you. We've got scammy influencers who have absolutely no education background or misread studies and purposely pick and choose what they educate their audience on. We have trainers who think because they have muscles, they can freely give out nutrition advice. And like not the cool trainers who like are amazing and they're educated and they're loving. I'm talking about like the trainers who think just because they've created this particular body for themselves, it gives them like the go ahead to tell other people what to do. Um, I think it's so important that trainers in general are educated, like also in nutrition uh, and obviously in their field and their expertise, but also to give like sound, um, you know, basic nutrition advice that helps. But there are trainers who think just because I have this body and just because, you know, my food sucks <laughs> and 
and I eat chicken and, and um, you know, broccoli and rice every single day. That means all of my clients do too. And I know it sounds like I rag on trainers a lot, but I really don't. I just, I hear so many stories of Shetrician members coming in and having these like crazy trainers. And I'm like, where are you finding these people at? Where they're like so strict and they're making them like eat like 160 grams of protein every day. And it's like, what, <laughs> what in the world? And then along with that, you have like the other, you know, people who are like random Stacys and Bobs on good old Instagram and TikTok who think that they can just comment nonsense and it's true. It's factual. Like, you know, saying pasta is a terrible food. You should never, ever eat. Or like, you know, even people in your real life who feel that they have the right to talk about what you are putting into your body. There are so many things working against you in like every area. It's like you cannot es escape from it. So it's very normal to have these like beliefs that, oh my God, if I want to lose weight, that means I've got to cut out my pasta. I've got to cut out carbs. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. But I want you to imagine a world with me where you go through your day, you're only eating the things that you love, and you're still hitting your weight loss milestones. A world where you don't feel anxious around food. You don't feel like it has all of the control. You feel confident behind your food choices. And food isn't taking up all your damn mental brain energy each day. I think that is one of the biggest um, things that my girls come into the program and they're like, I'm like, what is you know one thing you really want to work on? And they're like, I just don't want to think about food all day damn long. And I'm like, girl, could not agree with you more. There is a world where that is 100% possible for you and a world that you absolutely can create for yourself by unlearning one thing at a time. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to unlearn a bunch of shit that is simply not serving you when it comes to your weight loss journey. And that starts with understanding that weight loss food does not exist. It is as unreal as Santa Claus. It does not exist. Let me tell you something. You could eat pasta, breakfast, lunch, and dinner and still lose weight. If you are in a calorie deficit, your body will lose weight. And when I say this, I am excluding those with like medical diagnosis that make weight loss a little less streamlined for like the average person. But for the average person, which is majority of the population, if you're in a calorie deficit, your body will lose weight. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. However, I say this in nutrition all the time. But the goal isn't just weight loss. The goal is also quality weight loss. Hey friend, listen, I know how hard it can be to set a weight loss goal and be so confused on how you're going to get there. Scrolling the internet for healthy recipes, overwhelming yourself, having to log all of your food and following meal plans that were boring and left you with little to no results. Not to mention, not having true sustainable strategies that felt easy to put into action day to day. This is why I created Sheetrician. Inside my weight loss membership, I teach members how to lose weight in a way that feels second nature while eating foods they genuinely love. 
pre-made meal plans for your busy weeks, a drag and drop meal plan builder, and mindset and nutrition trainings that have helped over 4,000 women just like you lose over 30,000 pounds. So if you're ready to commit to finally losing weight without all the restrictive rules and hit those health goals that you are so capable of, then go to ChantelTaylorNutrition.com forward slash SheTrition to get started. Again, that's ChantelTaylorNutrition.com forward slash SheTrition. Link is also in the show notes. We're all waiting to welcome you inside the SheTrition community. Okay, okay, back to the episode. Weight loss that helps our body operate better, feel better, function better. And so pasta at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, maybe we'll make that a little more difficult. So then we add in other things like variety and we balance pasta in with other foods that also contribute to the quality of our weight loss. And guys, newsflash, the quality, your quality of weight loss also includes your mental health, like how happy you are on your weight loss journey. If your weight loss journey sucks because you've cut out every single food that you actually enjoy, that is not quality weight loss, even if maybe your body feels a little bit better or um, you are losing weight. That's still not quality weight loss if you yourself are miserable. You want to learn how to lose weight the way you want to live your life, the way you actually like Look forward to like sitting down at lunch and eating, not like trying to willpower your way and force food down your throat. You could also lose weight, you know, eating McDonald's every day. You could lose weight having a dessert after every single meal. You could lose weight only eating out. You could lose weight only cooking at home. There is no such thing as weight loss food. Learning how to balance your foods in your day And learning how to eat what you love and what your body needs is the key. I don't care. And also, too, when it comes to balance, sometimes people hear balance and they think that, like, it's another thing to strive for. Like, their day has to be perfectly balanced. And it's like, no, that doesn't have to be the case either. Some days I'm a little more carb heavy, you know? And then the next day I'm a little more protein focused. You know, every single day isn't perfectly balanced. It's about the sum of your days, right? The average day. So like, I don't care if a meal is loaded with fats and carbs. If you are in a calorie deficit at the end of the day, you're going to lose weight. And that's why like the comment, this is not weight loss food is just so freaking irritating to me. I'm like, will you shut up? (laughs) Because what people are really implying underneath that comment is someone who is losing weight shouldn't get to eat these things. They shouldn't get to enjoy their food. They shouldn't get to flavor their food, eat the things they love. But I can. I can enjoy these things because I'm not losing weight. And it's like, girl, go on. Food has no moral code. And you aren't any more worthy of enjoying some pasta as someone on their journey to lose their first 50 pounds, period. And this really brings me to the most important piece of why I do what I do. So I did that before. I tried losing weight being perfect, following a strict plan, like eating so painfully boring, it took every ounce of motivation and willpower to stick to a meal plan. And you know what happened? 
And what happens to millions of women every single day, everywhere, it sucked. It was unrealistic. And so then I indulged, and I'm air quoting, indulged in the foods I actually wanted to eat. And when I did, I felt guilt. I felt shame. I felt disgust because I thought I was being bad. I thought I lacked drive and discipline and that someone out there with abs and was eating healthy every day had something that I didn't. I thought there was something wrong with me. When in reality, I just didn't want to turn into a lettuce-eating psychopath when I tried to lose a little fat. And that's very normal. No one wants to do that. But I had been conditioned to think that if I didn't want to do that, there was something wrong with me. A lot of the work I do on this podcast and in this community is normalizing foods. It's why I did the comfort recipe series on TikTok and Instagram that includes pasta and cheeses and butters because it's vital that you normalize all food because here's what happens when you do. When you normalize all your food, when you stop giving so much negative attention to the sugars, to the carbs and the fats and include them in meals with vegetables or in portions that help your body feel good and you balance them in your meals and in your day and then you enjoy them when you want and when you plan for them, they lose their sex appeal. <laughs> like they, they lose their appeal. You begin to look at the pasta like you look at the sautéed vegetables, I swear. Because you know it's not off limits. You can have it when you want it. And what that does is it decreases the desire and the urges to overeat them. The reason a lot of women struggle with overeating, which is the only, hear me, hear me now, the only cause of weight gain is because they simply want what they feel they cannot have. And so they get into these mindset battles when they're eating and start to have thoughts like, you have to finish all of this right now because you won't get a chance to eat this again later. Just one more bite or it tastes so good, I can't stop. And that's because you haven't normalized your food. Women who know there's nothing special about this meal because I can have this at my next meal if I want it or I can have the same thing for lunch tomorrow if I want it don't experience the urges to overeat as often because there's nothing special about it. I always like to give the example of dating when you were younger. So if y'all were bad like me when I was a teenager, I used to love to date the people I had no business dating. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the story of like every teenage girl? But when your parents were like, no, you cannot date them. You cannot see him ever again. Yada, yada, yada. It just made you want to see them more. It just made you want to rebel even more. And it's the same exact thing with your food. When my mom started to like ease off of me and just kind of let me just, you know, within limits, you know, kind of just kind of do whatever I wanted to do. The bad boys just lost their appeal. It was just like, oh, there's like nothing special about you. Food is the same way. If pasta, cookies, butter, carbs are the bad boy, you're just going to want them more. You're going to wake up thinking about how you can get them in your day, how you can sneak them into your day, right? And when you're doing the work to normalize your foods, 
balance your foods together in your day and honoring your hunger and fullness cue by eating them when you're hungry and stopping when you're full and carrying on your day with no extra drama, there's your weight loss right there. Like there it is on a silver platter. We want to like people get off on like complicating weight loss with like blood types and like fastings and diets and meal timing and like macros and like counting calories perfectly. And it's just, it sounds sexy. I get it. But we have to stop associating weight loss with complicated because weight loss is very, very simple. And I always find that the more you get in tune with your body, the more weight loss you lose. When you stop like looking to other people to tell you what to eat, I promise you, you start to see way more progress. There will always be things that you can do to optimize your weight loss even more, to make it easier, to make it more efficient, to even make it faster. And all of those things I touch on on this very podcast and in depth inside my program, Nutrition. But I promise you, the bulk of the work you'll do around your food is simply normalizing it. Like literally neutralizing the power it has over you so that you can like eat food and not have so many emotional roller coasters that fuel the urges to emotionally eat and overeat and binge. Like how many of you get to the weekend and like spiral the fuck out? Because you're surrounded by all these foods you were too busy to surround yourself with during the week, right? Or when you were feeling your most motivated. And so when you're going out to dinners and you're going to hit the brunch with the girls and you're going to the cocktail hours and you're going to the parties and the weddings and the baby showers, you have no idea what to do around those foods. So you overeat them and then you feel guilt and shame and then you overeat them some more. And then you feel pity for yourself and bad for yourself and you beat yourself up because you think there's something wrong with you. When really you just haven't done the work yet to normalize your foods. And it's not your fault. It's just you got to be like aware of when you see comments like that. When you hear comments like that from other people. When you hear other experts. And I'm freaking air quoting the shit out of experts right now. (laughs) Sorry I'm cussing so, so much. Please, you know, if you have kids. You know, this podcast is rated explicit. So I'm just saying, anytime you you listen to me, it's on the safe side to just pop them earbuds in, earbuds, <laughs> uh, earbuds in. But, you know, so much of the work you're going to do on your weight loss journey is just like normalizing the foods that you're eating. There is no such thing as weight loss foods. I promise you, there's no such thing. And Every individual body, and sometimes when I say that, people think I'm discounting science. No, I freaking love science. I, I, my degree <laughs> is it a science degree? Um, love science, but it's like we got to stop complicating science, you know what I mean? Like, your body is very sophisticated, it's very intelligent, and if you can learn how to enjoy the pasta and also the vegetables, when you can learn how to enjoy the fruit. And also how to balance candy into your day when you can learn how to, you know, get in the fiber and um, also the healthy fats and balance those all in. Like, 
weight loss is just so simple. It's really, truly not complicated. And that isn't to say that some foods that are perfectly fine in my body won't be like, you know, a roller coaster in your body. Like some foods are just going to like work for you and they won't work for me. And some foods will work for me and they won't work for, you know, my neighbor. That's normal. But that's why it's so important that we stop listening to all these like blanketed statements about nutrition and we just take time to find what works for us, what works for your body. And you can do that within guidelines. You can do that within science without being so hyper-personalized where you feel like it also has to like, you know, work for you. So I hope that makes sense. I went on, I I got a little ranty at the end. Um, But now when someone has the audacity to question your food that you are putting into your body, I want you to send them this episode, okay? And be like, honey, we are in 2023, not 1985. Get with the times, please. Listen to this episode. Um, it'll be helpful. So I hope today was helpful for you. I hope I give, I've given you a new perspective. I hope I've given you an aha. As I always say, if I've given you one aha, if one light bulb went off, I've done my job. And if you found value in this episode, I would love to hear from you in the reviews or if you can share it with a friend who you feel needs to hear this, you will be my best friend (laughs) forever. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.